right, welcome back to the Deep Three Pod. I am joined with my lovely co-hosts. We have Mike and Nate. It's been a while and we have a lot to cover. So we're gonna start off. It's been the topic I feel like of the day. We have James Harding obviously upset and at his position, his role um, at the Nets. So let's just get into it. Nate, I'm gonna start off with you. What do you feel like is James Harden's next step? Do you feel like he's gonna wanna stay? Obviously he's looking into free agency, first time in a minute for him. Um, where do you feel like his next steps, best next steps will be? His best next steps would be going to free agency. I mean, well, his best step obviously with, I think staying with the Nets, mm-hmm. but. Let's be real. I think what a lot of people don't realize about, like, sports and stuff is that, like, we watch it as a game, yeah, but these are these people's lives. I've heard that he doesn't even like living in, in New York, you know, in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And you got to think, these people are making millions and millions of dollars. They really could go wherever they want to. And that's what I think is a big part of, the, of sports, though, is where are the locations of the teams. Even if you look at, like, the last 10 championships – NBA Finals, it's literally San Francisco, Miami, Miami, Toronto, LA, and you have like Milwaukee, you throw Cleveland in there and San Antonio, but all those are big name cities where people want to stay, you know, in New York, it's cold, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's real different lifestyle than like Houston where he was before where he just go and do what he wants, you know, I think that's a big part of it. I know basketball is too, but he's young and wants to live too and I think he just does not like staying up there personally yeah so more of like a personal it's not really like the team you feel like it's just more like yeah it's more like like where he wants to stay like the team if you look at the team you can't play you play with Kyrie and KD like so yeah um, what a Mikey yeah, no, I, I've, I've heard earlier, too, like, he, yeah, he's not happy living in Brooklyn. Um, and he, he's got issues with the whole Kyrie not being available for, you know, full full time. You know, he's half availability whenever they're on the road. And now Katie's out. Harden's going to mm-hmm. be taking on a bigger workload. Uh, you know, he came here, I thought, you know, to win a championship. And he, he was traded here. It's not like he, you know, was free agent. This is going to be his first time being a free agent. So that's another like thing. He, he wants to weigh all of his options. First time he's got the choice to pick wherever he goes. A lot of people are throwing Philly out there. Um, but to me, Philly's the same as Brooklyn. Probably it's like, you know, somewhat of a big, small city, you know, they're, they're very about their sports, but um, outside of that, is there anything to do nightlife? Cause you know, at, like Nate was saying that nightlife in Houston, you know, he was out at the club basically all, all the time. So, you know, he, he probably wants to still be able to do something like that somewhere and still be able to love playing basketball. So, like when he was in Houston, I know he kind of like threw a fit, basically boycotted practicing, working with the team, all that. Do you feel like the way that he's going about it is right, though? Like you said, um, Mikey, I know he's going to have to take up um, now with KD out. And um, Kyrie, he has that um, heavier, I feel like, offensive burden. Mm-hmm. But the way he's going about it, how does that look for him and other teams? Yeah, they're going to want him because, you know, it's hard. But, like, you know. Yeah, no, I get that point because this is, what, now the second time where he's kind of, like, not liking where he's at and forcing his way out. So I can see that, yeah. too. Like, I mean, that's kind of what the red flags were about Kyrie, too, not being available all the time and kind of 
going off and doing his thing. But um, yeah, Harden's kind of getting that reputation now too. And uh, if he forces his way out here, the next place he goes, like, is he going to like it there and not do the same thing that he's doing now? So no, that's a good point. Um, I, I, I can see that, you know, it, it just, it depends on where he goes, I guess. Because uh, maybe he will finally event, eventually like where he's at. Um, but yeah, we'll see this off season though. Definitely. Yeah, How do you guys feel like? Fortunately for him, it was like James Harden. It's different if you if you're like a mid level player, you know. But he's one of the best of the best. He pretty much can do what he wants. You feel like he has that say so? Like he can if he wanted to. Like like well, I'd be like if he wanted to go to a team, he can go to that team. It's not like it's not like they're like gonna be like well you know sometimes he doesn't want to play sometimes he does like half of a James Harden is better than most players you know if he's there and he's playing that's still James Harden even if he's not fully into it yeah now if that does happen if that is required before a deadline how do you guys feel like the Nets are going to be with Simmons because I know the 76ers also have their eye on Bradley Beal so what would that look like for the Nets That's if it happens. It's, it's like, it's interesting. If KD and Kyrie, well, if Kyrie can play all the games, if KD stays healthy, I feel like Ben Simmons is a good fit defense. He'll distribute the ball. Kyrie can play like off ball, basically be a shooting guard. I feel like that would be a good fit for them. Bradley Beal, he would come in there and score. That's what he does. He scores the ball. So, but I just feel like uh, Ben would be a little bit better fit, but. You got to try to keep James as much as you can because he's better than both of them, I think. Definitely. The, the Simmons for Harden, is that is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. I, I Like he said, I think that's a perfect fit. Listen, they lack on defense, and Ben Simmons is one of the best defensive players. And like he said, you got Irving – uh, Kyrie and uh, Durant, mm-hmm. their scores. Ben Simmons doesn't score the ball unless it's like at the rim. As we all know, he's not a good shooter. So I mean, that that'd be the perfect spot because he's going to be distributing the ball to these guys. Um, you know, obviously Harden, he he gets his points too. So I think maybe that would be a better fit, but I don't think that that might happen though. All right. Yeah, Nick, definitely. Everywhere too. You got Patty Mills, Joe Harris, KD. Mm-hmm. It would work right, but I don't think is in the Nets' best interest. No. Definitely not. Definitely not. We have, um, we see a lot of teams with these changes coming up as far as the deadlines. Uh, Moving over to the Warriors, they unfortunately have some injuries on their end. Um, Also recently, we have Clay, who just re-injured, I believe, his um, previously injured knee. Um, So he just, that just happened to him Sunday possibly will be out for tonight's game so as far as the Warriors also dream on green what do you feel like is we know what's physically missing but with the roster they have on the court what is not happening right now because it's like they're winning but it's like mm, not that impressive right I no mean, definitely not no they were 23 and 5 before dream on went out you know they're four and four mm-hmm. now without them and the defense, I mean, it, you could see it. He was basically the quarterback on the court and, and directing everybody, and he's got the great communication out there, and it, it is lacking. I mean, they've given up 106 points per game since he's been out, 
And that's not at par with they're, – they're still the number one scoring defense in the league, giving up 101 points. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that defense is just in a slump. And it doesn't help when Curry's also in a slump. So, mm-hmm. usually he'd be able to get you out of those situations. But now that the defense and him aren't working together, that's why it kind of doesn't look as good. Um, but give them credit. And Steve Kerr, they, they still beat the Jazz, you know, the other night um, with all this. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the Warriors, I think once they get healthy, get Draymond back, we'll see what we saw in the beginning of the season. Yeah, health is the only issue with that. Mm-hmm. They say, like, Clay obviously wasn't – he's not Clay yet. Like, he no. hasn't played in two years. Oh, no. Two major injuries. We don't even know if he'll ever be Clay again. Let's be real, like, with, with injuries like that. Hopefully he does. I really like Clay, but I'm not I'm not too worried about him. They get healthy. It's, it's still the Warriors. It's still Steph Curry. He's the greatest shooter to ever live. Like, he's in a slump right now. He's not going to stay in the slump. He probably – he could really explode for 50 at any moment. Go hit eight threes on you. Like, it – They'll be fine. They'll be fine. As long as they're healthy, they'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And then they got Jordan Poole coming off the bench. They're straight. That's I'm true. How far do you guys feel like Steph can carry this team, though, when it comes down to um, even after trade deadlines, you know, going into the playoffs, how far realistically do you feel like he can carry I mean, tonight, this team on his back? Tonight's going to be a good test. I mean, he did it last year, basically, right? But Draymond was playing. Um it, it depends. I, I want to see tonight. Like they, they play Dallas at home, and if they go out there and can't really com- keep up with Dallas, then I'd be worried that he wouldn't be able to do it just all on his own without Draymond or uh, Clay also in that lineup. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Do you guys feel like Clay should sit out tonight? Yeah. 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 Just as precautions. Well, you got to be cautious. Don't rush him back in. Right. Like I, I remember the first night he came back, he was, mm-hmm. you could tell he was really like pushing it, trying to dunk on people all the time. Mm-hmm. He was. It's like, I think, I think for him too is he really wants to be back to what he was, but he's realized it's not just gonna come back like that. Like you got to ease into it. It's not. I was, I would literally just go low minutes and build up, right, and then take some nights off because Achilles and the ACL. That's like. That's major stuff. Yeah, it's career so, ending if yeah. going so, the wrong way. Right. No reason. I mean, you're 34 and 13 right now. Mm-hmm. You're pretty. You know, you're pretty much gonna make playoffs. There's no point in making them play like every night or whatever. Just let them take some time off. Yeah, I, I would think just anytime he had soreness anywhere, just sit him. Don't 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 risk it. Like you said, like you know, he's worked too hard to come back. And plus, NBA regular season it's so long. It doesn't really matter once you get everybody healthy in the playoffs. You're seeding. You know, it, 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 it's all out the window at that point. If, you know, you, you end up dropping to a four or five seat, you'll be fine. Yeah, for sure. Um, I feel like another team that is definitely – it's so interesting because I feel like they've been on and off, but our Lakers, our Lakers, I feel like are – it's kind of – it's sad to – it's not want to say sad. It's hard to watch them. It's very this hard to watch This team has been overly hyped. Since the beginning, oh, we got Melo, we got Bron, we have everybody and their mothers on this team. And it's just like nothing I feel like is coming out of it. What do you guys feel like is 
missing or not working with Russ, that whole well, that's the thing. getting ready. <laughs> I mean, we all called this when, when we first did our yeah. show about when they got Russ in here and we said that's not going to work. It's just it won't because that's not the guy that they should have got. We all were saying Buddy Healed, who he's been playing decent this year. So, um, yeah, I, I'm just I'm not surprised, but it is still frustrating because you want it to kind of work. So that way the Lakers are good. And, and it's just crazy that LeBron's basically best year since, you know, I think 2010 or whatever it is statistically. And yeah. the Lakers are basically 500. I mean, LeBron wants to play gym a little bit, you know, LeBron <laughs> wants to play with his friends. So I think everybody knew it wasn't going to work. Uh, like, I don't know what world you have LeBron and Russell Westbrook on the same court to people that have the ball in their hands all the time. I remember it was like our second show when this happened. We we're like, yep. I think all of us were like, oh, what? that's a stupid move. Like, mm-hmm. buddy, he would be such a better fit. I mean, second in the league and made threes right now. Like, I don't know. It's just, it blows my mind that they thought that that was a good move. Or whoever, whoever really made the decision, because I, I honestly don't know if it's the GM, if it's if LeBron, LeBron, had, LeBron yeah. has that pull, you know. Like, it definitely does. But I would like, feel like him being smart enough and knowing like who could play and who can't, like you would know Westbrook the last four years has given you proof that he is not that guy anymore. So I don't, I, yeah, I, I just, I, it's hard for me to believe that it was fully him just because of that. Like I know he can see when guys can play and can't. But I yeah, still but feel sure. like Go ahead. Ron has this, like, I don't know, just, I feel like he was trying to have like a calf situation. Like again, just, you know, I'm going to bring all these guys together. I'm going to get you guys your ring. And Mel, I'm going to get you your ring um, and just run it back. But unfortunately, I feel like now he's seeing that that's just not the case. This is not that. I think LeBron too, though, <laughs> is like, like when I look at LeBron, and like, I like LeBron, like, I like LeBron, but <laughs> I just, I just got like certain issues with him. Like, I feel like his head right now is like big, you know, like he's like, he thinks he can do everything. Don't be, get me wrong. He's spent a career doing pretty much everything he could do or everything he needs to do. But like, let's be realistic a little bit. Every other team she won championships on, championship on is better than this team. Like I'm taking the Cavs. I'm taking uh, Miami. Like, this is just – it's a puzzle where none of the pieces fit, and it's, it's hard to watch. Yeah. They under 500 halfway through the season, trailing the Minnesota Timberwolves in the West right now. And yeah. the, you're supposed to be one of the greatest players to ever play. Like, this is this is your team. Like, this is not – it's just not a good look. It's not making sense. Yeah. What pieces do you feel like are missing or need to be added or faded out? The pieces I mean, that are missing needs to be added needed to be needed to happen before that Westbrook trade. Yeah. Now it's kind of like, what can you really do with the team at this point that would make them a contender? Because I I don't if they stay this low a seed, I don't even see them making out the first round. It's funny, you know what they need? They need a Kyle Kuzma. They need they need a Alex Caruso. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know they need they Alonzo up with Ball. That. <laughs> <laughs> like they need guys that they had, which you know everybody's already you know 
put that out there, but it's, it's just, it's, that's the irony of it all is that what they need is what they gave up. And, you know, these other pieces that you look what they're doing now on their other teams, especially the Bulls getting two of those pieces. Yeah. Do you feel like um, it's time for him to come off the bench? I know he was benching that last game with the Pacers, so. Russ? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think what Vogel did was the right thing to do. Bench him in those Absolutely. critical moments. Yeah. I don't like how much heat he gets here. The Frank Russ? Vogel. No, oh, Frank, okay. Russ, Russ, Russ can get all the heat. He, whatever heat they get to him, he, he can take that. <laughs> Vogel, though, yeah. is just kind of like, you can do what you can do, but that's tough. Yeah. Like, that's hard to work around. And it's Definitely. just everybody looks at it because it's all these big-name players, but it doesn't always work like that. Um, what was it, 04 Lakers? I think we touched on this before. They had Gary Payton. They have Carl Malone, Kobe, Shaq, all of them. And they went and lost to the Pistons. Like, some stuff just doesn't come together like it should. Or, well, yeah. I don't think it should have came together. but And it's not. But it's like, I just think it was terrible from the jump, honestly. Mm-hmm. Do you see any trades happening for before trade deadline that the Lakers you feel like could possibly make? I know Russ was a, an expensive, you know, acquired mm-hmm. player. So for like 40 million, right? His yeah. contract? It, it's something Fat. stupid like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, knowing the Lakers, yeah, they're going to make a trade. But also knowing the Lakers, it's not going to be the right one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we will see. Hopefully they can make something out of what they have um, started, what they've created. Um, but tomorrow's games, we have two coming up. We have the Knicks versus Heat. The, um, uh, I'm sorry, number one in the Eastern Conference, uh, competing against the Knicks are 11? Eleven. Yeah, 11 seed. 30 okay, so, 23 and 25. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's a pretty, like, no-brainer, but what do you guys think is going to come out of that game? Miami. Oh yeah, I got Miami. You know, since Jimmy's got, you know, Jimmy Buckets coming back, th- that team's been looking like one of the better teams now because they they were struggling early, but that Jimmy was out for a while, so um, he's he's the key piece in that and in, in that in that thing. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. Where do you guys feel like the Knicks kind of like um, shifted? It's a great question. Yeah, I don't That's know a, what happened. Honestly, yeah, right? <laughs> good pieces like this might this might really go well, but I guess not. I mean, hopefully, it's just like you know, first half, you know, jitters or whatever it is, and they'll, they'll yeah. go on a, a streak here in the second half. But I, I thought the pieces that they had were good. Um, they were gonna build off of what they did last year, and and now they they were traded for Cam Reddish too. So, um, you know, I, yeah. I thought they'd be offensively, you know, going head to head with some of these teams. Yeah, definitely um, surprised at what they have going on. Um, I believe they also had a um, potential trade target with, I thought I'm about to butcher his last name, Gorin, though. Who? I don't know. Drake, Drake, Drakeage? Oh, Dragic? Dragic. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I didn't what is hear it? about that one actually? Yeah, even if they, even if they do get him, I just, 
help the backcourt out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, they're not even in a playoff game or playing game right now, so. They're last in their division, too. Forever, like, (laughs) it's just. The East, I feel like this is four teams. You got, like, Bucks next, Bulls, and Heat. And then Mm -hmm. outside of that, it's kind of like, all right, go get to the playoffs, have fun. Yeah. You said what was that? What was your order, um, Nate? You said Bucks. It was no no order, just those four teams. I honestly oh, don't okay, okay. know. It like again, health wise, the Nets. I, I don't think hurt right the, now. The Nets aren't going to one either be healthy, but two, they're they're only going to get Kyrie half the time. So, I mean, if they if they blow it in the regular season and don't get home home, uh, well, I guess it works if they get five seed or lower, right? Because then yeah. Kyrie plays game seven if it goes to one. So they might as well just do that. Yeah, get fifth seed. I mean, if I'm the Nets, maybe that's what you do. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be. A it's cra- it's crazy because it's crazy because one of the subjects we were gonna talk about though is like Cleveland Cavaliers surprise teams, literally only mm-hmm. games behind first place in the East. One and a half games behind first place in the East. That's crazy. There. That's something I did not have like predicted at all. No, not at all. I thought they were going to be rebuilding again, but they, they've been beating teams like good teams too this year. Um, they're just defensively, I mean, they're second in the league defense, but with Jared Allen and Evan Mobley, who's probably going to be the rookie of the year, just phenomenal how how quickly they turn things around. And Kevin Love, I feel like, is just rejuvenated. Like he, yeah, he's coming right? off he the bench. He came back different this year. Man, he's ready to go. And then Garland, who, who's popping on the scene, like probably most improved player. Um, they they got some talent, young talent too. So you know, I'm shocked, but it's nice to see. It's nice to see Cleveland like kind of get some young talent in there and show something good. Yeah, definitely. Let's get into that. Who else do you guys feel it is the um, surprise surprise ranking um, for you guys, Eastern and Western, besides Cavs? I'm gonna go Grizzlies in the West. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I didn't expect them to be top three in the West at this point in, in the season. I thought they were going to be, you know, kind of playing six, seven seed or whatever. But um, I mean, that team's deep too. They got deep. And I think, I don't know, I saw something since January or before January or whatever, uh, some timeline, but they're like first in every stat in the league. They're first in steals, first in re- offensive rebounds, defensive rebounds, mm. uh, points, and uh, just defensive efficiency. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, they play like they got the chip on their shoulder. Like, mm-hmm. like they like they really want it. Some teams are just kind of out there, but they play like they really want it. Potential and MVP not, on their team, like, too. Yeah, it's not it's like oh, they're yeah, like the sure. most super talented team in the league. But they go out there and they compete and they win. Yeah, it's a very athletic team. I think that's mm-hmm. what gives them that advantage. They're always moving, everybody. Yeah, Anybody else for you guys? Too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, kind, kind of Timberwolves, kind of not. I think I had them at like AC. We did our predictions, but they're 7 seed right now, 23 and 23 in the West. I like their squad too, honestly. Anthony Edwards, is, I, I just love watching I, him because of him. him. Yeah. He's entertaining as hell. He really um, is. Yeah, and Russ, uh, you know, D'Angelo Russell, he, he's been mm-hmm. decent. But, yeah, I mean, obviously, Carl Anthony Towns finally playing like he should have been uh, for the past couple of years. Facts, facts. Seven and three in the last ten. Mm-hmm. And, I yeah. mean, for a team like that, that's like, that's like a 
some teams need like a confident boost, especially when they got young guys that haven't really won yet. And that's I feel like that's more for them. Like maybe in the off season if they could hit some in free agency or hitting the draft a little bit, get somebody that plays good, then they could really start start being a really good team. Like they're a good team now, but when they when they really could get like a one more piece maybe and just put it all together. I'm not mm-hmm. saying contenders, but yeah. they'll be in places that Timberwolves haven't been in a long time in a long time. So mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. What do you guys feel about, um, I know All-Stars coming up, any potential for you guys that you feel like All-Star candidates, runner-ups? I got a little hometown bias, but I need Fred Van Fleet to get in the All-Star game. I need him to. Nope. Yeah, he so deserves it, though. Too. He does deserve it. Yeah, I mean, he's been carrying that team. I mean, they've been winning when he's been just flawless. So, um, it, it, it's and that's another team. Like, it kind of sucked not seeing Toronto at the top. You know, I think the last couple of years, right, since since the championship, but mm-hmm. um, they're well coached, and you know, for, yeah, Fred Van Vliet. I mean, sh- man, he's been balling last out for sure. Month. Last month, he's been tearing it yeah. up. Yeah, and he plays defense, like. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's that's one I think I hope gets in. I don't know if he will, but we'll see. Yeah. Definitely. I feel like John Morant as well. Um, oh, yeah, he's, he's love to see fire. Him. Yeah, we'd love yeah. to see him. Uh, rookie of the year for you guys. I, got I feel Mobley. like, yeah, I was going to say, you said Evan. Yeah. Yeah, I got to agree. He's just been, Ooh. like, right away. I mean, I, rookie basically leading that team, especially on the defense side, but like him and Jared Allen, that that's tough. Like you don't see that much in the NBA, like guys that are just length and can guard. I mean, Evan Mobley can guard like one through five. It, it's crazy. He, his game is at, at this age phenomenal. And, and then once he gets that scoring down, it's going to be, he's going to be like the next Giannis in, in my opinion. And they're winning. Like that's, yeah. <laughs> that's not that they're winning. Cherry on top. Yeah. Rick, you know, you got like K Cunningham and stuff like that who are playing for teams that aren't winning, but. You get a rookie coming in, making an impact mm-hmm. on a team, and it kind of stands out a little bit more. On a team that wasn't that. winning before, and now is like, they got to watch. Even, yeah. I mean, look, at they had a top pick for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but, yeah, I was going to say, Io at the Bulls, obviously keeps I was gonna winning. Say. He, I hope, because it's funny, I, I put a bet on uh, – him to rookie of the year, he was like 10,000. And then um, John Morant to an MVP and put that together. Like it, both of their odds went up. So, I mean, they're doing enough to where they're climbing to get in the conversation. But yeah, I mean, if I can do it with, you know, especially when DeMar's out or when Levine was out and he's getting these starts and now with Lonzo, I mean, defensively, him too, you know, he, he was part of the reason why Illini were so great. And, you know, they're still good, but um, they're a top team in, in NCAA last year went deep in the tournament so um this kid's mm-hmm. got it and uh, i'm yeah. glad that we drafted we, we all talked about it. that was like one of our favorite picks in, in the draft and second rounder you know he should have been a first grade talent in my eyes but um yeah. he, he's been phenomenal yeah i agree he's definitely making people you know second guess that second round pick mm-hmm. definitely showing um showing himself up um mvp i feel like this has been very tricky i've heard a lot of people Different answers, different opinions. MVP for you guys. For me, I think it's obvious for me. Like, Nikola Jokic is having one of the greatest seasons of all time. I mean, the wins aren't up there probably where they need to be. But 
like if you just look at everything he's doing, it, it's crazy. And it's like nightly basis for a dude that's not even like he's not athletic like that. Like he'll yeah. he'll beat you going two miles an hour in thirty different ways and get the whole team involved. Like for me, that's like clear cut MVP stamp it right now. I think he's playing like it, but I mean, I I think that's gonna knock him because they're not winning. They're a six seed right now. Last year they finished at three, and you know he was deserving because like he was the reason why they were that good. And um, with you know no Murray, no Porter Jr., they haven't been looking that great. So you kind of want to see the MVP take the team and lead them. Um, so I mean, I would pick LeBron, but they're not winning either. Uh, but yeah. I, that's why I'm, I'm, I would probably right now because Durant's out and Curry's been in a slump. I would go Ja, Ja Morant. I mean, they're winning. They're number three in the, or they're, yeah, I think four or three in the, in, in the West. Um, they're three. Or, yeah, they're three. three. So, I mean, with him playing as well as he is, I, I would put him just because his team's winning and, you know, he, he's probably one of the most improved players from last year, too. Yeah, I'm going to have to second that. I had a, I watched a video uh, by Jimmy Highroller on YouTube. I don't know if I've ever seen him. He like breaks down a whole bunch of basketball stuff and all that. And he was going through that. Like, the only time that it wasn't was Russell Westbrook's MVP season where he averaged a triple-double and they're like 60, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like wait, Nate, like, wait, Nate, Nate, Nate. Repeat that over again. You broke up a so, little bit. Oh, my bad. So 20, or 19 of the last 20 MVPs, their mm-hmm. team was top three seed in their conference. The only instance where it wasn't was Russell Westbrook in his triple-double season where he won MVP, and they were six seed, I think. Thunder was six seed. But I feel like this is another one of those things. Like, dude is averaging 26, 14, and eight. It's tough, but I could see John Morant, too, though, and I like him, too. So, we'll I mean, see. Yeah. We might get Chris Paul's name thrown in there again late in the year, too, because what – you know, he's been doing with Phoenix. Phoenix is still number one. Mm-hmm. I just, because Jokic did so good last year and, and they were such high seed, it's, it's like the Westbrook thing. He had a triple-double, I think, the next year. And I don't think he received one MVP vote. So um, mm. it, it's just one of those things, like, you, your wins and team have to be winning as, as good as your play is, you know? Yeah. Definitely. Speaking of the Suns, they play tomorrow against the Jazz. What are you guys looking to see or hoping to see in that game. That's a pretty um, close game. We got the number one seed, fourth seed. What do you feel like that's going to look like? I think it's probably going to look like it did, uh, I think, last night. <laughs> uh, you know, Phoenix <laughs> Phoenix ended up beating the Jazz. And um, I just – that team has been firing on all cylinders. Chris Paul, again, playing at a level that he did last year where they got to the finals. Devin Booker took that next leap and um, – I just think, I mean, they're the team to beat right now. Uh, I think they've looked the best all season. Yeah, I think the Suns are going to win tomorrow night. But I don't know. It's just something about the Suns that makes me not believe in them. Like, when we get to playoffs, I don't know what it is. They made it to the finals. You yeah. like it's an attitude, energy shift? Because I thought that way last year. Uh, it might be that. I, I can't tell you what it is, but I just got, like, one of those feelings where I just feel like it's, like, they're going to make it there. They might make it to the conference finals or something. But Yeah, but that's the thing. I think when you get to the conference final, who who's going to beat them at that point? The I, I would hope the Warriors, if, if that's the matchup. But um, they beat the Warriors last year. So, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but you got some growth on that Warriors team from last year, though. Yeah. Yeah. Physically and literally, yeah. Yeah, and like I said, you got good dudes coming off the bench. You got Steph Curry's. Hopefully, he'll get out of slump. I'm not too worried about it, but Steph Curry's going to Steph Curry. Draymond's going to be the quarterback of that team, and they're going to do it. And they got more experience than the Suns. They won before. They've been been in all these moments before. They know how it goes and how to keep their composure and all that. So, I mean, I feel like that's the matchup. I got Warriors like four to two. Mm. No, interesting to see. I hope yeah, I see it. It's a good matchup. Yeah, that, that is a good matchup. That's that is a good matchup. Finals. That is definitely is. Um, saving the best for last, our hometown. I feel so bad because I feel like I ranked them six or seven seed. We got the Chicago Bulls coming in. Well, they were first. They had mm. their little first little run coming in second uh, in the Eastern Conference. How do we feel about the Bulls? I know we have some, they've been playing very well together, great team mesh together, great additions, a couple injuries now. Where do you feel like the Bulls are going to kind of end up? I know it's kind of looking a little, they're getting these like close wins. It's like Mm -hmm. barely clutching the wins. So where do you guys feel like they're going to end up like Thursdays? I think I'll get third seed playoffs is I couldn't tell you. I can't I can't between those four teams I said earlier, it's such a toss mm-hmm. up to me. I yeah. can't really tell you who's gonna make it, who's not. Only thing I could one thing I tell you is that the whole city of Chicago hates Grayson Allen right now. Yep. Me too. <laughs> After Caruso been been out for so long and he comes back in the fucking first game, he you know, Caruso or uh Grayson Allen does what he does, always does. And he only got one game for that, which is kind of, you know, stupid. But um, I think yeah. the Bulls, I mean, that's the thing about the East with, with the injuries and all this COVID stuff. I think the standings are going to just flip-flop and move around, you know, until the end Quick. of the season. But as far as where I see them, I, I see them in the conference finals. You know, I, I see them as the number two team in the East, you know, kind of behind Milwaukee or, um, yeah, behind Milwaukee. I, I think they're the team to beat when healthy. Uh, you know, other than Milwaukee in the East. So I, I can see them getting past that and um, going to the conference championship. Who do you see them uh, up against? You, him and them in the Bulls? Probably the Bucks. I mean, the Bucks? Probably, probably okay. the Bucks. Just because the whole Nets situation, I can't see them all being available for a whole series. I just, I just can't. They didn't do it last year, and they haven't done it basically the whole two years, three years they've been together, two years together. Uh, yeah, I, I really think, like, I honestly think the Nets should just tank and get to the five seed. Like, I think that's the mm-hmm. best bet for the playoffs. Like, you get Kyrie for an extra game. Yeah, that's what I would I would do. I mean, it's hard to lose games, like, on yeah. purpose. But. I mean, they'll probably lose tonight. I mean, it's just <laughs> hardened out there. And AD's coming back, so. Yeah. AD. So- I know. He's frustrating. I, I think Lakers should probably trade him. Uh, to be honest, <laughs> that whole team is so frustrating to me. Yeah, but. yeah, it's so frustrating. We ended up back up on them. I don't know what it is with AD. I just feel like he, I don't know, from the beginning of the season to now. I want to say it's the chemistry. I know that was like a big thing that they were going into. Um, what was it? They have experience over whatever it was, but I definitely mm-hmm. feel like that experience and that age. It, that's what it was. It was like being wise and having those wise men on the team, I think it's definitely biting them in the butt right now. You, know, you can be wise all you want, but if you can't keep up with those young dudes, it, it doesn't matter. 
yep, you got to involve with the game. These mm-hmm. players are coming in on a different type of level of talent and athleticism. It's yeah, stupid. Their, their whole season was downhill. Eight. Crypto.com arena. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was. it was. It was the arena change name. Hey, that's an A. Uh, new Lakers, right? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Yeah, definitely going to be one to watch. We have a lot of games coming up. Bulls play tomorrow. Um, Suns play tomorrow. Jazz play tomorrow. A lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. Uh, we were going to keep up with you guys, and we will see you guys next Wednesday. Uh, thank you for tuning in.